Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Welcome back, Ghost Hunters, to our fourth episode. I'm Jessica. And I'm Monica. Man, dude, we're on our fourth episode. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. Time goes by so quickly. But we truly hope that you guys are enjoying the show, which, by the way, thank you to everyone who voted on our Instagram poll last week. So, bit of a funny story. Jessica and I were the only people who voted for Black Phone, um, which wasn't intentional. I think we were both just like, I think we should, you know, try to cover something new, something that the people probably want to know a little bit more about. We'll obviously talk about it. We are obviously going to talk about Black Phone, but we can talk about it a little bit later. But that movie was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then five of you voted for Zombieland, and then the rest of you voted for Poirot. Paranormal activity. Paranormal English is hard. Activity. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna just. <laughs> I, I get that. Right. Um. But yeah. So of course we had to go with the latter option, and you guys definitely did not disappoint. I mean, this is honestly a really great movie. So I'm excited to talk about it. Me too. And again, thanks to everyone who voted. Um, that was quite fun, and we will definitely do that again <laughs> in the future. It was really funny to see. To see like who voted for yeah. what. Yeah. We know who, who voted. Mm-hmm. And to you other people who didn't vote, y'all are so we fake. see you too. But anyway. <laughs> yes, I love this movie. And I know I sound like a broken record in every episode saying that I love each movie. But it's just hard not to love a good it's classic. It's horror freak in you. Yeah. You can't help it. With the exception of a few, of course, classics right. that, you know. Of course. We don't have to love. But before we get into paranormal activity talk, I wanted to fill you guys in on some recent life events, mm-hmm. some good and not, and some not so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monica, what should I tell them first? I think it's only fair you start with the bad news. It's, it's kind of a rule. Okay. You know. <laughs> bad news. Yeah. I got in a bad car wreck last week and I totaled my car. Boo. Boo. <laughs> uh, long story short, my tire blew on the fast lane on the highway. I spun twice. Uh, it was very scary, um, and I stopped. I head on into incoming traffic. So, yeah, yeah. that was I'm sure traumatized very much. She was by I, herself, so she yeah, was, yeah. The night of that that night, I I was actually the the following morning. I woke up and I was like, <gasps> like you know, I woke <laughs> oh, up like no. very like, oh my god, yeah. did that really happen? Yeah, but I'm fine. Clearly, um, it obviously could have been much worse. So shout out to everyone watching over me and protecting me because Mm -hmm. man it it, you know i i ended up in the other side of the highway like it was just crazy yeah um i hit my shoulder my clavicle and my face um and they were sore for a few days but with some tylenol and and uh limpia shout out to my mom um, yes i was was literally about to say that i was like you need a good uh limpia del huevo yeah because someone gave you ojo right (laughs) um but it would it you know the pain kind of went away pretty quickly um, I was on my way to Monica's house, <laughs> so I she called. Was. I called both my brother and Monica because they were the closest to me, and they came to the rescue. And we spent the rest of the day watching horror movies because, what is more comforting after a bad car crash than a good horror movie? Honestly, I couldn't have said it better. Right. Um, yeah, she was on her way, and her and I, with our friend Kelly, we were supposed to have a movie day, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I told her I was like, hey, I'm not gonna. You know, we're not going to force you to try and hang out. You obviously just went through something a little traumatic. So feel free to, you know, go with your brother if you want to go home or whatever. But 
she chose to continue to hang out, which cool. So I went to go and pick her up. And uh, I, when you called me, I was mm-hmm. I was getting the apartment ready. I was just kind of cleaning and kind of setting things out for us. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, hey, like, long story short, I got in a car wreck. And I was like, are you okay? She goes, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I could tell that you were, like, shaken up. Yeah. But you were like, I- I'm fine. Like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, I went to go pick her up. And, um, but yeah, I'm still happy that we were able to still get the chance to hang out. Yeah. Because um, Kelly got to see some really good movies. Yes. And Kelly, if you're listening to this, I want to know which one um, out of the ones that we made you watch was your favorite. Probably Happy Death Day. I really do. Yeah, we showed her Happy Death Day. And I was saying that I caught her trying to watch part two <laughs> while I was in my session for therapy yeah. and after you had left. <laughs> And she goes, it like Devil just finished, and I started this one, and I was like, okay, sure. So next time, next movie day, we will watch um, Happy Death Day. So yeah, but I'm really glad you're okay. Everyone you. say, yay, Jessica being okay yay. physically, right? Mentally, mentally, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, well, physically, anyway, we're it, was, okay. it was pretty crazy. Uh, but on to the good news. Maybe I'll post a picture of the damage on Instagram because I know some of y'all are nosy, and we want to know. We want to know what like it looks me. like. It's okay, I get it. <laughs> But on to the good news. Can I get a drum roll, please? I am officially a U.S. citizen. Woo-hoo. She's an USA citizen. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, yeah, I had my naturalization interview last Monday, and boy, was I nervous. Mm-hmm. I did miss the first question, which was, when is the last day to file for federal income taxes? <laughs> which is like, why would You're she You're like, I'm me? an early girl. I right. don't know. I wouldn't know. Like, I do it in February. <laughs> right. Um, like, why would she give me such a hard one for the first one? But anyway, the officer was nice, and I passed, and I'm just waiting on my oath ceremony, and then I'll be legit. Yes, ma'am. She is officially an American girl. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we're very happy for you. Um, I think the only recent update for me, um, and I think just the excitement, I think was for all of us. But it's I think nationwide. For me, it's, it's hitting yeah. a little bit to home for me. But um, Peter Stavell released a new song after six years. Yes. Dude, we are all so, I know all of my like, my my back in the day emo friends mm-hmm. and everyone who's trying to relive like everything. Like, oh, we're so excited. So... I, it's definitely been on repeat. The song is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so has King for a Day. And ask Jessica, yeah. I've hyper fixated on this song once again. Um, I, last time I was so obsessed with this song, I was literally in middle school. Um, but I have like, I have to listen to this song at least three mm-hmm. times a day. And now that's slowly transitioning to their new song. Um, but recently, I don't know. I've just been wanting to like relive my emo days. Right. Minus the trauma. Right, of course. Um, so them releasing a new song when I'm back on my, you know, mom, it's not a phase moment. I, I think it's just perfect timing. And my crush for um, Kellen Quinn and Vic Fuentes have also resurfaced a bit mm-hmm. with respect. Of course. Uh, because Vic recently got married, which him and his wife are so adorable yes. and I wish them all the best. They are both so lucky to have each other, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about the 2009 to 2012 type of emo yeah. grunge guy that just does it for that me. You know hair, I mean? dude. That, that we need swoop. to bring back that hair. <laughs> the swoop gets me. Yeah, I'm a fan of 100%. both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so high school me is freaking out as right. well. Right. I recently saw Sleeping with Sirens live <laughs> a few weeks ago yeah. with Don Broco. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I think this was my third or fourth time seeing them live. I, I need to take Monica next time. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Um, my my literal crush for Kellen Quinn is still very much relevant. He's such a cutie. <laughs> he is so cute. Something about them Quinn boys, huh? You, you know what? You're not wrong. Right. <laughs> um, and of course, Vic is beautiful as well. I love him. Um, but... 
I love that meme. I don't know if you've seen it, Monica, that meme where it's like a still from King for a Day and it's like Vic and Kellen <laughs> yeah, walking Vic, into yes. the bank. And it, I, I don't remember like verbatim what the meme said, but I think it's like my last two brain cells walking into work because or something 100%. like that. Like that's so Understandable. True. Yeah. yeah. They are so adorable. Um, but yeah, no, past the Nirvana is so good. It and is really good. I mean, Pierce of Veil never misses, mm. but even my sister liked the song, which that's she, good. she likes a few Pierce the Veil songs, yeah. um, but she never really fangirled over them like I do. Right, right. She is the one who introduced me to King for a Day, like, forever There's ago. There's just something about King for a Day that's just, it's such a classic. Yeah. <laughs> but my sister was, like, a warp Tour type of gal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pastor Nirvana gave me sort of Don Broco vibes. So Don Broco is, like, a British uh, band. I don't know if you guys have yeah. really heard mm-hmm. of them. Um, but they have a song called Bruce Willis, and... Uh, past the Nirvana kind of remind me of that song. I was gonna say, I think the the vibe, like this song that they recently released. Sorry, this is all of a sudden turned into a Pierce the Veil review. Yeah, for uh, sure. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a quick, just a quick mention because I, which transitioning, I feel like this is a mo- this is a song that I would see in a horror movie. Like, yeah. I don't like it gives like grunge vibes sort of, and yeah. yeah, like something about it just makes me want. Like I can definitely see someone getting ready to kill someone with that. this song in the background. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I love yeah. them. But I'm manifesting that we're able to see them next month with I Prevail. Yes. Even though their tickets are on resale. Ooh. So F all of you guys <laughs> who freaking who try to buy things and try oh. to resell them. Like you're literally ruined. Again, this is another thing that you guys just, people tend to ruin things for other people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very happy about that song. Definitely on repeat. I literally listened to King for a Day twice on my way here. Love that. So. I love that. <laughs> but yeah. Any hoozles, um, back to what the listeners came here to listen about or listen to, mm-hmm. um, all things paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Woo, does this movie bring back so many memories. Um, this movie came out in October 2009, which it actually premiered in October 2007 at Screamfest, um, but then they released it to the public in 2009, which mm. is when we all, you know, got to right. see it. And it was filmed in 2006, which is why um, in the stills, or not the stills, but every time they go to bed, mm-hmm. you know how it has, like, the date and the time? Yeah. It says, like, October 20th, like, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's 2006, because that's, yes. I'm guessing, when they filmed it. Right. Um, and then part two came out in 2010, which both came out at a pretty low time in my life, mm-hmm. which is why I think I remember so much of these movies, because I was obsessed with you know, wanting everyone to watch these. Um, but I also remember being super scared. Um, I recall pretty vividly uh, watching both part one and part two in theaters. I went to the theaters to watch part one <laughs> with this boy that I had a crush on at the time. And I was trying to do the whole damsel in distress thing, but it didn't work because he was doing the exact same thing. I love that. He said, I'm glad you mentioned something because we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We were, uh, we were both pretty fucked after that movie. So, um, but I also remember being terrified because they made this movie look so real mm-hmm. given I haven't watched it. Well, actually, I watched it recently with Melody, mm-hmm. and I was telling Jessica this morning, I was like, I was still a little spooked. Mm-hmm. I watched it, like, a couple of nights ago, yeah. and I woke up the next, like, at 4 a.m., because, like, I just, I don't know, insomnia, I think. And see, that, that's how you know it's a good movie. Like, you could watch it 17 times in one yes, day, and exactly. you'd still be terrified. Yeah, and so I think, I don't know if it's just because I haven't seen the movie in a really long time, mm-hmm. or because it's still such a good movie, but I don't know. I really loved it, but what about you? Um... So I do remember watching it for the first time mm-hmm. because my life 
funny enough. Right. Not it hadn't gone to shit just yet. Right. I think yours was barely starting to go to shit. I think, but so, mine yeah, had it. Two thousand and eight you know. to about two thousand twelve yeah. was mine. I was still a little little innocent baby. <laughs> yeah, I love um it. I remember watching it and here listen hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm like just so quirky and different, mm-hmm. you know, that I never thought that it was real, unlike many people did. Like I, I know a lot of people watched it and yeah, was, I was like, "Oh say, my god, I this is... it was. yeah." <laughs> like yes, the the beginning like prompt where it's like, uh, oh, like kind of like what California found Department. footage films are kind of yeah, known yeah. for, it's like, like giving you. We want to thank the family of Katie and Micah for allowing us to like show this, this yeah. basically. Yeah, like I don't know. I just I don't know if it was something about it that. In my mind, I was just like, eh, that doesn't really look like a real story. Like, it's definitely, you know, just acting or whatever. It's just right. a movie. Um, but I still found it spooky, though. Like, shit. I, I like the things that... I, I think the things that got me the most were the smaller sort of things. Like, the door moving a little bit or the keys yeah. falling to the ground. Okay. Like, I think the thought of a ghost messing with you in the smallest way and making you think you're going crazy is just amazing like ghosts literally gaslighting you <laughs> i love that i love that i love so being much. gaslighted for real um but i do have to admit the two actors katie featherston and micah Sloat, mm-hmm. have crazy chemistry on screen like amazing they really do make you think that they've been together for like three years a hundred percent and it's so funny because the, their budget for this movie like guess do you know <sighs> i i i i feel like if I you knew, can take but... like a gander of like how much you think this like two hundred dollars two hundred no, okay, it was a little bit more than okay. that. It was more than that. It was, I think his goal was to, I think, keep it at ten thousand, and I oh. think he ended up spending like fifteen thousand, oh. which for a film mm-hmm. like that is, that's basically two hundred dollars right. like to spend on something, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, and it's just so funny. So the creator Orin um, Pelly was a software developer, and he basically did everything for this movie from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. And so because he knew his way around editing software, he filmed this movie with a home camera. I think that was one of the Mm -hmm. most expensive things that he purchased for this. Um, He filmed it in his own house, Mm -hmm. which I didn't know. And I was like, that's insane. And he actually... And he hired unknown actors who who ended up helping uh, produce a lot of his things. Um... And he did a lot of the CGI, so a lot of, like, the doors mm-hmm. moving, a lot of the, you know, shadows. sound effects and the shadows, yeah. everything. That was all him. And I just think that's, like, so cool, like, to be your own person, to be like, yeah. all right, you know, I got You're my... You're your own boss. Yeah, like, I, like I think that. it's said that he had ended up, he ended up editing, like, 70 hours of, like, footage into Damn. just the film, mm-hmm. which is crazy, because I think the movie's not even that long, Mm-mm. right? It's, like, an hour and, like, yeah. 30 or something mm-hmm. like that. So it, it's great. And I think, again, like, this just goes to show that, like... As long as you have a dedicated mind, the budget does not matter. Right. And I think that's, like, something really important. And it's so funny. So, Oren, after Paranormal Activity, I think he tried to come out with Area 51. Mm-hmm. And the budget for that was, like, $5 million. And Damn. he... That, I'm sorry, but that movie flopped. Like, it, it did not make as much as he spent on that movie. So... But for real, like, Micah and Katie did their... Both amazing actors, um, which shout out to Katie for being a fellow Texan. She She's is. actually from Arlington, Texas, which mm-hmm. is like 30 minutes away from us. Literally. Um, and she got a BFA at SMU. Good for her. SMU is like her. down the road. And it's so funny. We were, again, we mentioned this too, that her character in the movie, like she says that she wants to be an English major. Yeah. Which, okay, so another thing to kind of mention and what kind of puts into perspective mm-hmm. on how why I feel like this movie is so 
scary Mm -hmm. and because it feels so real i feel like it's because it was Mm -hmm. katie and micah first of all are their real names right yeah (laughs) he didn't even i think he had originally katie as like the 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 character name and it just happened to be her name too Mm -hmm. but for everyone that else is that's that's in the movie Mm -hmm. amber and um dr frederick um that's their names too and Mm -hmm. so he just kind of went off of that but they weren't given scripts so this movie from beginning to end is basically all Pure improv. Um, yeah it's all improv and the, he they were just given guidelines mm-hmm. on how to be like okay like hey you know um demon just popped out of the you know demons opening the door act scared you know mm-hmm. whatever or hey you guys are arguing about the demon so create a dialogue mm-hmm. like and it's so amazing to see because like at some point you can you can kind of tell that I think he's struggling with what to say. Yeah. So he's just acting out of anger. Yeah. And then that's when Katie comes in with like her amazing improv. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, uh, I forgot what the lines were, but she's basically like telling him off. Like your stuff is not working. I'm going to call the demonologist. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of you trying to think that right. you could take this demon head on. And he's just like, <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> and I don't know, like, cause it, again, it makes you feel like you're watching a real couple mm-hmm. fight about something that they can't physically fight. When really they just met a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, and literally. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I like in 2018, um, my sister and I went to the convention that Monica and I had yes, went to, but we didn't so funny. know we existed. And I didn't even know she was there. Yeah. Wait, did you... What year did you go? I went in 2018. Oh, And okay. that's when the It Kids were headliners. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, Because that's who I was, like, really excited so, to So, yeah. Um, we went, again, to that convention in 2018, my sister and I, um, and Katie Featherston was a guest there. Um, and we were able to meet her. My sister even took a picture with her. So if my sister gives me permission, I might post that, um, <laughs> that cute selfie. And so we went to her panel, um, and she mentioned that, um, her and Micah, like, just immediately clicked, which I think is super cool. And I think it's so important. I mean, I say this and I'm not even in acting or anything, but, like... but genuinely, I think it's very important. For you to click, oh um, yeah, with, with your audience your, and like your fans, yeah, and, yeah, or course. with your um, with your co-star, oh, which is I think yeah, even I more important, mean. yeah. Um, but that panel was moderated by Dr. Rebecca McKendry. Um, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. She's a fellow horror freak, and she's also a film director. Love, and I think she I directed um, "Bring It On," "Cheer or Die." I think that's the name of. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. I um. I think of so that was really cool. And Katie also mentioned in this panel that during the shooting of this movie, mm-hmm. Orin and Micah stayed in guest rooms and Katie slept in the main room, yeah. which I think was really sweet of them. <laughs> Literally where everything goes down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't take a picture with Katie, but she was, she was still super sweet. And yeah. it's so funny because I remember this vividly. My sister was like, how are you liking Texas? And my, um, Katie's like, oh, I'm from here. I live in Austin. And my sister's like, oh. Even me, I was like, oh, I don't know that. Never mind. Well, then how do you like Dallas? Right. How do you like Dallas? (laughs) If you're living in Austin. Yeah. That's true. Did you know that, and I feel like this is something that is pretty well known, but Mm -hmm. that there were like three different endings to this movie? Yeah. I think she she also mentioned a little bit about it. Oh, like on the panel? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The, um, and they're, they're all wild. I Mm -hmm. watched all of them like on YouTube simultaneously. Like there's a YouTube video and it plays all three endings Mm -hmm. at the same time. And it's. It's so crazy. Um, but the there's the theatrical one, which is the one that we get to see in the movie. Um, and the original one is a lot longer. And the original one <clears throat> is the one that um, the director tried to fight for because he's like, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I want that one. And then the production people were like, nah. <laughs> They're like, no, we're going to go with this one. Which I like um, 
I like the theatrical one. It's mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And I think the one that, um, the ending that we get to see in the movie is um, an ending that Steven Spielberg helped with. Yes. Um, and it's said that, he, <laughs> I saw like a thing where he took home the DVD of the movie mm-hmm. and he was so freaked out by it, like, cause he was watching it at night that he stopped it and he had to watch the rest of it in the morning. Mm. But he had like an incident happen in his house where his bathroom locked from the inside and he freaked out so bad and he was like... This DVD is haunted. I'm not watching this ever again. Oh and he took it back to the studio, God. like, in a trash bag. He's <gasps> like, here you go. I love that. <laughs> and But honestly, like, same. <laughs> yeah. So there's only one kill in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Normally we would be like, what's your favorite kill? Yeah. Well, there's only one. <laughs> there's only one. Uh, there's only one kill count. Right. <laughs> um, how do you feel about it? I like it. Yeah? I thought it was good. Um, I think the kill at the end was pretty cool. I like that she all of a sudden became a bodybuilder and just yeah. tossed him across the room. And as she should. As she should. Because throughout the movie, Micah was being really awful to her. Yeah. <laughs> she was literally, like, you're trying to hold on to your masculinity, masculinity mm-hmm. so hard that you really think that you can physically fight a demon. Right. I love I love the Delulu era he was in. <laughs> He was going through a Delulu era. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, and one of the scenes, like where she's holding the cross so so tight, yes. and she's like bleeding, and then he's like, "I'm so sick of this," mm-hmm. and he's just like yelling. Yeah, like the entire time, like she was scared. Imagine going through something like this that f- feels traumatic to you, yeah. and your partner's like, "Bro, like, stop." Yeah, like bro, <laughs> like dude, be fine. it's, it's like, not that serious. Yeah. And she's like, "It's literally trying to eat me." Yeah, I love that, <laughs> and not in the way that I wanted to. The movie itself, like, yes, it's scary and terrifying, mm-hmm. but man, does it, is it comedic? But again, it's like naturally comedic. And obviously, yeah. like, like you mentioned, they, they weren't working on scripts. Like, yeah. all of this was pretty improvised. So it's pretty like... So it's even better. It's even better. <laughs> it's 100% um, better. I think one of the parts that I, uh, there was two parts that I was fighting between that I was like, I think this would be my favorite part, mm-hmm. but it's the scene where Micah puts a flower on the floor and you yes. can see the footsteps of the demon. Yes, yes, yes. Like these long talons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, or, um, just simply when the demon drags Katie, like, out of the room. Yes. So, that was also pretty fun. Um, I love the part where Micah and Katie are waiting on the psychic, and (laughs) Micah goes, (laughs) Micah goes, so you'd think a psychic would, uh, be on time, you know? Like, he could foretell if the traffic traffic. was going to be bad, and I love that. I was like, yes, Michael was annoying, but he was pretty funny sometimes. Yeah, he did add some funny... And it was so funny. Me and Melody laughed at the part where the Dr. Frederick, the the person who can... He came... He comes twice. Mm -hmm. The first time is when she kind of explains to him her story Mm -hmm. with the demon and everything, and... He he's going, you know, he's kind of touring the house and mm-hmm. seeing what, you know, where it kind of lives. <laughs> and he had said, yeah, um, it basically feeds off negative energy. So the anger, the more angry you are or whatever, yeah. like it feeds off of that. And so he had said like, oh, we should stop inviting your mom over. <laughs> She's a really mean woman. Yeah. <laughs> and Katie's like, dude, what the hell? I love that. That was so funny. But I also liked, um, well, Micah says, like, what if we just get a Ouija board and you know, we find out what it wants and we oh, give it yeah. what it wants. Mm-hmm. And then the psychic goes, because it probably, like, that's not a good idea because what it wants is Katie. Oh, yeah. I love that scene because the delivery of that line is so eerie. It, yes. it like, puts into perspective just how serious the situation mm-hmm. is. But I don't know. And then the scene the where she gets dragged, like, out of the bedroom, they had said that it was one of the most difficult shots. So what they did was they took a bungee and they attached it to her ankle with a harness 
and it was tied to her leg. And then the crew member standing on one end of the bedroom would pull her um, out from one side of the bed. And then a second crew member standing outside in the hallway would drag her out of the bedroom into the hallway, kind of using like a pulley mechanism. Mm -hmm. So just slowly pulling her, pulling her. Um, And then after that, the editing um, was spliced together and then to create the illusion that the impossible... Um, that an impossible achievement was completed in seconds, which is all thanks to Oren Pelly. I remember her talking about this in the in the Q and A. Oh, really? Um, she said that if you look back, which I tried looking for it, but I guess the editing was uh, just that too, good. Just that good, <laughs> or maybe I mean I don't know. I watched it in, in the in the dark, so yeah. I don't really know. Um, she said that if you watch it closely, you can see. Um, her leg like kind of prop up when she's in the oh, bed. So okay. it, it, I mean, nothing in there looks natural in general. So you kind of don't question it. Yeah. So yeah. you don't question it. But the more you see like her leg prop up and you, you know, and knowing that fact, it's like, oh, I, I know what's going on. You know what? I actually did see that. Yeah. Um, I did see that. But again, for someone who doesn't know this mm-hmm. stuff, um, I noted it because I was like, because my thought when I was watching is when her leg propped up mm-hmm. is that the demon tried to grab her ankle and yeah. was like, okay, like I can grab it. And right. he had like a hand on it. And then just a little bit seconds later, you see like mm-hmm. the drag. So again, for someone who doesn't really know like what the behind the scenes look yeah. like, that's what my thought process mm-hmm. was. So that's pretty cool. Um, but according to the stamp um, on the video, which many of the demonic activities occur between 2 and 3.30 a.m., which I didn't really notice. Like, I knew it was, like, middle of the night. Mm -hmm. But I could have sworn that some of the stuff happened at, like, midnight or, like, 1. But, no, it all happens, like, right at 3.14, 3 3 o'clock or, like, 2.50 or anything like that. Um, But this is also because it's known as dead time among the paranormal researchers. And that is when demons, spirits, and entities are supposed to be the most active. Which, Mm -hmm. same, night owl, right? Right. (laughs) Um, but in the movie, you can also, there's only, it only happens one time, but you can hear the three knocks. And as, you know, people who watch The Conjuring, and if you've learned it from The Conjuring, The Conjuring taught some of us that those three knocks are a sign that it's actually a demon Mm -hmm. and not, um... In the words of, um, Mr. Ed Warren... Yes. He said that, I, in, I think the first Conjuring, he said that those three knocks are supposed to mock the sign of the Holy Trinity. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that's how you know it's a demon. So it's something a little bit more vicious and not necessarily like just a ghost or like an entity that's like, hey. Like, hey, girly. Like, hey, girly. Like, no, this is a demon ready to fight. Yes. Uh, which is very scary. So thank you, Ed Warren. Yes. Um, I loved the demonology talk in this Same. movie. And mm-hmm. listen, I love demonology, period. And, um, but I, <laughs> Something about demons. So about demons. <laughs> but I literally paused the movie as I was watching it just this last time mm-hmm. to look more into demonology. I do this every single time I watch, like, The Conjuring. Like, I want to... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want to le- learn a little bit more about yeah. it. Because, um, I mean, with great movies like Insidious and Conjuring in this right. movie... It just makes you want to look more into it. And yeah. another thing Katie mentioned in the Q&A panel um, is that Micah, the actor, yeah, yeah Wolda, um, had gotten so good at holding the camera a little too steady that Oren was like, hey, man, you got to look like you're actually getting chased by, by a demon. <laughs> He's just like holding it super yeah. still. He's like, and it's just like, this is looking a little too professional. Yeah. And Oren's like, I need you to like, and not only that, but I think he had 
got like at the beginning of the movie he said something like it's a new camera mm-hmm. so he's testing it out right. so it's like you got to make it look like you're not knowing what you're doing right that too but it's like sorry i'm too good at my job man for real <laughs> and i this is another reason why i hate slash love the exorcist but did you know that Oren? And it's so funny because we were talking to Lloyd about this the other day, mm-hmm. but he watched The Exorcist when he was really little. I mm-hmm. think he was either like four or seven or a little bit older and he was traumatized mm-hmm. um, and it traumatized him so much that he couldn't even watch Ghostbusters when it came out because <laughs> The Exorcist came out in 1970 and right. Ghostbusters came out a lot later. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I know it's like, he's like, I, I knew that it was supposed to be like a horror comedy. He's mm-hmm. like, but I was just so traumatized with everything paranormal and like anything that had to do with that yeah. that he was like i couldn't watch it can't watch nathan can't watch nathan that has <laughs> to do with the um the paranormal the paranormal and so he was like nope um but imagine being so traumatized which again which is me yeah you <laughs> i, I was gonna be like exorcist. you were literally and here's the I thing i it. i didn't grow up watching the exorcist so unfortunately i don't have the same experience right, that right. monica or lloyd did but yeah. i i mean i have to admit like the way that the exorcist has kind of traumatize these poor children yes. i mean i mean given okay like thank you for traumatizing someone like oren pilly who created paranormal activity mm-hmm. right but it's just it's like it's so crazy to think about because um i think what i love about the movie is how raw and real this movie was like how it was made and i don't know we're gonna have to talk about the exorcist obviously awesome. at another episode because there is a whole thing mm-hmm. way behind and i again i say this to everyone who are like you know what do you mean you don't like this so i'm like i like the movie like i can appreciate it as a horror movie mm-hmm. it's just i think because i know of some of the things that happen behind the mm-hmm. scenes it's what freaks me out even more so that's why i'm like uh, i don't know oh and melody told me the other day we, when we were watching it mm-hmm. together she was like everything cool she's mm-hmm. like love it she goes love the movie and um and i think for her trying to learning to be an actress and everything um how everything was improvised but one of one of the one of the facts mm-hmm. that I had read is that Oren had bought the Ouija board that is used in the movie um, at Costco. Love that. And so, and so she was like, "Oh, like haha." And she goes, "I would be terrified." She's like, "One, I don't know if they knew what they were doing." She's mm-hmm. like, "There was literally only like ten people involved in this movie." Mm-hmm. She's like, "But I would be terrified to like open something right. that I wouldn't be able to close just to make a movie." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "That's so true. Like, we don't know." Like, given, everyone has their different beliefs. Everyone right. has, like, their different opinions or what you think is out there, what's not out there. Like, each to each their own, mm-hmm. right? But me, like, I, you know, if there's a good, there's a bad. Yeah. But, like, I would I would also be terrified. Yeah. Imagine just going to Costco, being cute, <laughs> buying a little Ouija board. Buying yourself a cute little Ouija board. Setting it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you know, doing this whole thing that I'm like, what if I, yeah. what if I open something? Because Michael was really interested in trying to, uh-huh. to, you know, talk to it. I know I so personally I've never I've never played with a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. I think my sister has. She's crazy. Yeah. No wonder her egg came out a little cooked. Um <laughs> but but um again like I, I, I feel like it I don't wanna say this, but I feel like it'd be kinda of fun. <laughs> to play with a Ouija board? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I go back and forth. Yeah. I, 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 I do the whole like I think um, something that me and Melody talk about this all the time, and we had when I used to do YouTube videos mm-hmm. with Melody, we oh, watched um, a Ouija, mm-hmm. and uh, one thing that me and her talked about was that I feel like it's with anything, right? So if you go in with the intention, 
of first of all, I think you know you should know how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing. Obviously, like educate yourself if you're going to do it. Um, I don't think it has to be something scary and terrifying the way the movies portray mm-hmm. it. So that's again, that's that's to each their own. But again, if you go in with the intention on wanting to bring back something scary, or if you're mm-hmm. wanting to go in, you know, if you go in scared, you're going to get back something that's not so you friendly. Know, so friendly, yeah, yeah exactly. And you know, these movies always say like, oh, you can go in, think you're talking about, you're talking to one person, but you're actually talking to X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z, which is true. Um, so, and we had seen so many, there's a lot of YouTube videos about people who are like, yeah, like it's just, it all, it all depends on what you manifest Mm -hmm. when you're doing it. And then I think the biggest thing is just always, always close it and always just say goodbye at the end. Never leave something out in the open. For sure. Which always get closure. That goes for, that's a life lesson in general. That's just a life lesson. (laughs) Just just get closure. Don't leave anything open ever. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I think maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think again you just should know let us know in the comments if you think our next episode Monica <laughs> we should and- <laughs> play with the Ouija board <laughs> yeah I love that um 100% if anything once we start recording our podcasts we'll let you know yeah we'll let like, you know yeah, yeah. we'll just dedicate a whole episode of us trying to like I mean it's the fact that they sell it at like in Target. the kids section yeah. yeah in the toy section for kids mm-hmm. and, uh, Toys R Us used to sell it all the time too damn I don't think I knew that yeah Toys R Us used to sell Ouija boards Apparently Costco sells it. Costco. I know Target, Walmart, yes, all them. It's so stuff. funny. The um uh I was telling Jessica that I was watching the trailer for this movie because I don't remember watching the trailer for Paranormal Activity. And it's also uh like a found footage film mm-hmm. type of uh trailer. <laughs> One of the comments in the YouTube video was that the real horror or the real yeah, the real horror part of this movie is the decorations yes. in this house. Two thousand six was a was a Wild horrifying time. yeah. Melody the entire film was just like I can just tell this man lives by himself, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's um this I mean this movie in general is very trauma it it traumatized a lot of us in oh, two thousand nine yeah and and again like I I mean I say this and I, that I'm like you know I I didn't think it was a real you know whatever <laughs> but I mean still like it was still very very spooky yeah. and. Heck, even watching it the other night, just recently, um, for this for this episode, it still spooked me. I was gonna say, yeah, I was still very like, um, if I hear if I hear banging or if mm-hmm. I hear noises out in the hallway, and I mean, each night they, given if you live with a demon or with um, entities, like I don't think it matters. But that's just another reason why I cannot sleep with my door open. Mm-hmm. Sleeping with my door open makes me feel so unsafe. Because one, it lets in, I don't know, if an intruder were to ever get into my house or, like, whatever. It's like, at least I have the doorway. Like, right. I, don't, I don't know. That probably makes no sense. No, but, it makes sense. Um, But, you know, because of my cats, I have to keep it open. But the way that I was eyeing my, like, crack, like, between mm-hmm. my door and my wall, I was just like... I love, I love the paranormal. I really do. Like, paranormal is my favorite genre. Paranormal makes you feel the Lulu. Yeah, it 100%. makes you feel the Lulu. And, you know the ghosts and the demons gaslight you and all of that. And I'm like, they you know really what? Do. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> they're the only people, they're only, they're the only beings that I'd ever let gaslight me. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I think it's because <laughs> they're trying to show you so uh, much that they're yeah. real. Mm-hmm. And as they should. They're like, oh, you don't believe me now? 
well, yeah, we'll and I feel this. like, uh, again, watching so many movies, I haven't really dove into, like, demonology in general, but I think with all of the movies, we kind of know that since demons, um, and I feel like sometimes bad spirits mm-hmm. uh, feed off negative energy. Mm-hmm. So when, again, in the movie, you see the encounters progress a little bit further and yeah. you see it get worse, but you also see the relationship get worse, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, the the goal for the demon so that he can have Katie to himself is to obviously separate her from, you know, mm-hmm. in this movie, her spouse. Right. But I feel like the same goes for like paranormal activity two and three and all the other ones is that you, he, they kind of just make you go to Lulu to mm-hmm. the point where you're like, ah, nobody believes me. And he's like, yeah. And then they, but they I take you to, the, they take you to this like breaking point. Yeah. Exactly. And when you're at your weakest and yeah. they're, you know, they notice that you're at your weakest and they're exactly. like, great, I can grab her now. But little you know? do they know I'm already at my weakest. I'm already on my you lowest point. You don't understand point. how like... much. <laughs> it's so funny because me and Melody were watching and she was like, I would be way too busy with my own mental demons that my physical demon trying to get me would mm-hmm. not be like, is they, not going to be a priority. I'd be like, you need to wait. You because... are the you are the bottom of my list, yes. sir. Listen, like, I have other mental demons yeah. that I need like, to I'll fight. Like I'll give you your attention. Like I'll give you the attention that you want. Just, ah, I'm like, so scared. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, no, not, this obviously not trying to. Right. Uh, what is it? Mock or not trying to mock anyone's actual encounter. Right. No, of like, course. Anyone's demons. We're just saying. We're if we're... anything, please let us know. Yeah. But, please uh, let us know. We're just saying. You're know, trying to make light of a situation. For sure. That's so traumatizing. <laughs> um. But whoo. Overall, yes, it's such a good classic and it overall a, a good film. I, I think it's a good paranormal movie to like. Now, I think it's like a good paranormal movie to start off with. Yeah. Um. I. For sure, I get why, you know, watching it in 2009, it was, like, absolutely terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I feel... And heck, I mean, who knows? Kind of to each their own. True. Um, however you decide to view or take into perspe- perspective this this movie, um, it can still be terrifying at watching it for the first time. Yeah. But, but I definitely do see, you know, why it was absolutely horrifying in 2009. I love um, it. I love it. And I love the natural, like, editing, too. Like, nothing too crazy. Again, no like, crazy it, CGI. Again, as long as you have your dedicated mind, your yeah. imagination, you kind of know what you want this, you know, the route to go for mm-hmm. your movie, it, it'll it happen. Yeah. It'll happen. You don't need that. all these fancy-schmancy things. Right. <laughs> but, anyways, I think this concludes this episode. Um, yes. I'm really glad we got to cover this one since we're entering spooky season. We are entering spooky season. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, but thanks again to those listening. And thank you again for voting on the poll. Yeah. It means a lot. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, with the great amount of uh, feedback that we got f- from this poll, yeah. we'll definitely be doing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, please continue to support us on social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All at Scream City Podcast minus Twitter. Twitter is at Scream City Pod. Pod. P-O-D. <laughs> P-O-D. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, please stay tuned for our next episode, which we will be talking about. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Yay! <laughs> um, I'm really excited for I this I love one. Shaun of the Dead. I think it's only fair since um, Zombieland was a close uh, call in the polls. Mm-hmm. Um so we decided to talk about a horror comedy, but why not start with the classic? We'll eventually Absolute talk about classic. Zombieland, but yeah. Shaun of the Dead, I think, has to be a base. Yes. <laughs> Love me some British the, people. One of the first, right? I wish they were real. Yeah. Uh, 
Yes, it's on Peacock, so I'm yeah. excited to rewatch it. I haven't seen that in forever. Girl, it's so a comfort film for me. It. I I watch it it's... all the time. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. So, um, but yeah, that's gonna be our next episode. I'm excited, but until then, stay safe and, and stay, stay spooky. spooky. Oof, that was scary. I can't wait to come back next week. <laughs>